1: Today, we thank him for the the new year. We thank him for a new day. The Bible says, Sorrow may endure only for a night, but the joy of the Lord comes in the morning. So we want to thank God. Father Lord, even as your word is coming, we are ready for it. Let your word produce joy in our hearts. Let your word produce something awesome and spectacular in the mighty name of jesus amen this month january is a month of joy <laughs> praise the lord so this month of january is a month of joy amen and i i want to believe that you are experiencing joy oh if you are here and you are experiencing joy i want you to shout a good amen Yeah, it's because you see there is Character and an attitude that comes when you are full of the Holy Spirit. Every day you are full of joy. Every day you are excited. Every day you are happy. Every day you are glad. There's no day that you will be sorrowful. I was, I was reading an article. I just chanced on it and I, I, you know me, I like reading. So me, as soon as I saw the, the thing, I said, let me go and read. And the thing was, um, 40 Ways to look younger in your 40s. So I wanted to go and see what we were talking about. And when I opened the article, one of the things they wrote in there was, if you want to look younger in your 40s, you should smile a lot. And they, they, are, and they say, you should also laugh a lot. So two things, what they were in, in their 40 list, smile a lot and laugh a lot. And as soon as I stood, I said, I laugh it. You know? <laughs> You know, why, why was I laughing? I was laughing because, you see, even in the world, they are catching up with some of the things we are teaching in the church every day. Yet, you find many Christians, they will come to church every day, they will hear the word every day, and they are not doing it. Imagine the one who wrote the article. Imagine. If he it says he's a, a laughter consultant. Uh, so come and pay him money, and then he will help you to laugh. I mean, can you imagine? You, are, you see, because human beings, for want of better understanding, because human beings don't value what God has given them, somebody will monetize what you have for free. You didn't hear what I said? I said, because people don't value what God has given them, somebody will monetize what you have for free. <laughs> and make money from you, but you have it for free. But he will still charge you for what is yours for free. <laughs> may you see in the light in the name of jesus ah you know since the day god gave me that revelation i said me i'll go and sit in a comedy show and pay money like la, la. i'll use that money to buy domedo you know domedo uh-huh i'll use that money to buy domedo and eat i'm going to sit and die and, ah i but you see by the power of the holy spirit in me i can laugh you know let me tell you, if you are very close to the Holy Spirit, okay, there are times that the Holy Spirit can, can cause you to laugh. He has shared what we would say, jokes. Jokes. The Holy Spirit has shared jokes with me that I laughed and laughed and laughed by myself. You might think that, I'm going off. No. You don't know what I'm experiencing. Maybe full of laughter. Amen. Oh, are you here with me? You know, uh, Isaac, the name Isaac, it means laughter. Laughter. So you know, when, you know when God told Abraham that your wife will conceive a year by this time, you know she was inside the kitchen laughing. She was laughing. And because she was laughing, God said, ah, why, why did you laugh? He said, I didn't laugh. She was lying before God. Oh. Hey, Sarah. I remember one day, <laughs> many years ago, I didn't know that I'll marry a lady called Sarah. So many years before I even met my wife, I had a revelation that hey, is is that how the Sarahs are? Because if you are called Sarah and God, she was lying. You know, Sarah lied like twice in the Bible. Oh, you don't know. Sarah Sarah is only me a dangerous because she met God and lied before God. <laughs> i didn't know that there was a sarah waiting for me but this sarah is more than that sarah amen (laughs) amen you know so laughter is part of our dna say laughter is part of me turn your bibles to nehemiah chapter eight that is our foundation scripture for our series this month nehemiah is in the old testament And shall we all be on our feet so that we read it together? I want all of us to stand on our feet as we read verse number 10 together. Nehemiah, chapter number eight, verse number 10. Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow for the joy of the lord is your strength praise the lord the joy of the lord is your strength shall be seated in heavenly places the joy of the lord is your strength say the joy of the lord is my strength say it oh say it and last week i laid the foundation and i told you that joy means Inner gladness. To be glad. Okay? Inner gladness. To be full of great pleasure. Delight. Delight. mean that every day when you wake up, there's no day that you wake up with uncertainty. You, You wake up with a mindset of joy. You are full of joy. There's no, nothing is making, you know, there are some people, they sleep, they sleep eight hours, ten hours. And yet when they wake up, they say, ah, I feel, I I feel tired. I feel I am down. uh uh You cannot have the spirit of God and you cannot have the nature of God for you to wake up and you are feeling bored. You are feeling down. Every day when you wake up, you are full of joy. And then he went on to say that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, this is where I want you to think about it. Because a lot of people think that they have strength when they go to the gym. See, you can, you can gym as, as much as you like. But when it comes to certain spiritual levels, it is the joy of the Lord that can sustain the strength that you have. Now, strength is an inner ability okay strength in that ability that can withstand any kind of pressure the power of god to withstand any kind of pressure you know there are some people when the storms of this world hits them hard they fall "Ah, i can't stand this is too much the problems are too much every single day this problem is happening this thing is coming up i've had enough some people go to the extent that they say that I want to commit suicide. I'm tired. I don't have food. I don't have money. I have a family to take care of. I don't have a job. And you see, let me tell you. The strength to overcome all of those things is the joy of the Lord. Now, how are you going to identify? No, Let me put it this way. How can you always, always, and every single minute And every single day, walk in joy. How? I've just told you what to do, but I want to show you how. Because when you understand how, you will never live one day being sorrowful. And let me tell you something. Sorrow, tears, um, crying, depression. I told you that it is not from God. It is not from God. All the agitations of the mind. When your mind is not at peace. And you are troubled in your spirit. Let me tell you, it's not from God. So the only way to counter that. Is to be always full of joy. When you are full of joy, you beam with smiles all the time. You will always be laughing. You know, there are some people, they are always frowning. And because they frown a lot, all the muscles on their face are dead. They are 25, but they are looking like 60 years. When you ask them, what is wrong with you? You know, there are some people, as soon as you see them, you know there's a problem. How many of you have encountered that? As soon as you meet this person, by the, the mere fact of just seeing the face, you know, Charlie, Bibi <laughs> Aboko. Hehehe. They say, ah, apostle, this one uh, so much problems. See, you see, Jesus said that, Jesus said, even when you are fasting, don't let anyone see that you are fasting. In other words, he said, when you are fasting, you know, even though fasting is very hard, he said, put on oil, smile, put on your best. And then when people see you, they will not ask you, you know, there are some people when they are fasting, you know that they are fasting. They are down. Amen. But never be down again. Oh, I want you to shout a good amen. So how can you consistently, every day, wake up and then you shout, thank you Jesus for a good day. You'll find that in Colossians chapter number 2. Let's go to Colossians chapter number 2. Colossians chapter number 2. We are going to go to some levels today. Are you there? I want to read from verse number 14. Colossians chapter number 2 from verse 14. It says, Having wiped out the handwriting of requirement that was against us, which was Contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way. Having nailed it to the cross. Having disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them. Triumphing over them in the cross. Did you see that? Jesus, he disarmed principalities and powers. Which means that there is no power in the kingdom of darkness that has any strength against you. The mere fact that Jesus, he took away all of the powers and the weapons of principalities and demons. This one alone Should cause you to be full of joy. Why? Because you know that when you step out in the day, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, I get what I'm saying. You are going to war. Okay? You are going to war. And the person you are going to war with doesn't have any weapon. Will you be sad? You are carrying an ammunition. And the one that you are going to encounter doesn't have anything. I mean, (laughs) it is a straightforward victory for you. Jesus, he disarmed, you know, principalities are territorial demons. They are the ones that control areas, countries, and territories. And they are the ones responsible for you know there are some places if you go and live there. Before you prosper in that area, not if it, you'll be so frustrated that you have to re- relocate. Yes. Principalities are working there. But you see. The moment you enter into such area as a child of God, your case shall be different. Why? Because when you have the understanding that principalities and and powers, their weapons have been taken away from them. It means that everywhere you go, you know something good will happen to you. you You're not here with me. You cannot start the day thinking that hey, some demon can attack you and bring you down. Those demons are even afraid of you. Christians have become too demons or demonic conscious. Devil conscious. Yes, I'm not saying he's not there. He's there but he has no power against you. Uh, Ah, You're not here with me in church. You're not here with me. Power means ability. What can the devil do to you? Hosea 4.6 For lack of knowledge, my people perish. Because many Christians don't know They will spend... God has given us another year, right? By the grace of God, we will go through the year. They will spend the rest of the year praying against demons. Out of one hour prayer, one full hour against demons. And God is looking at you. Eradigymeo. Eradigymeo. God, save me. And then God will be looking at you. What else do you want me to do for you? I've already done it. Now you want me to do it again. No. It's a lack of knowledge and lack of understanding. So when I wake up in the morning, I walk chest out because if it wasn't for what Jesus did, then the demons and the powers of darkness, they have every right to hit me. I guess what I'm saying. They have every right to hit me. But the moment Jesus took away their powers, and he said, he made a public spectacle. Do you know what the meaning of spectacle means? It means he made mockery. He said, come. After he took away the weapon of the devil, he said, see, look at him. There's nothing in him again. Powerless. That is, He, he, he took the devil in front of his demons. He said, look, your master has no more power. Look, look. And then Jesus was laughing at the devil, mocking him. In front of the gallery. And the demons were looking at their master. Lucifer. I said. Oh Lucifer. Is this your head?" I said. So look. You don't have any power. He took the keys from Satan. He took everything from him. And Satan has no more power. Yet. You find many Christians. They look at Satan. Say. Hey. hey Jesus. Jesus. Hey. Jesus. Hey. The devil. Hey, hey. Hey. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? In fact. The moment the devil shows up, <laughs> it should bring some joy in you because you know you'll punish him again. May that devil be punished again for your sake. I say, may that devil be punished again for your sake. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. Too many Christians are afraid of the devil. Too many. It has become, it's become a laughing thing in the kingdom of darkness. Peter said, the devil, the adversary, is prowling like a roaring lion. See you. He didn't say he's prowling as a lion. Like. Which means he's not a lion. But he's behaving like a lion. Seeking whom he may devour. He cannot devour everybody. Say the devil cannot devour everybody. He cannot devour me. <laughs> and I hear with me in church, the devil cannot devour me. In other words, the devil, can, he cannot eat you up. He cannot destroy you. He cannot. He cannot. If you wake up and you are not you, are, you think that there's a symptoms in your body. Some sickness is trying to disturb you. You, you don't go and consult your doctor after three days. <laughs> you see the other say, if you take this medicine and it doesn't work, consult your doctors after three days. You don't do that right at that moment that devil must leave. he has no right to be in your house he has no right to be in the body of the Holy Spirit he has no right to be there no right because he has been disarmed. so you see always we are full of joy because we know that whether we go in or we go out everywhere we turn we have the upper hand may your joy never never run out I said, may your joy never run out. In the name of Jesus. Having discerned, principalities and power. He made a public spectacle. He didn't disgrace the devil in in a private room. He made a public spectacle. That is why we cast out demons in the name of Jesus. And they go. That is why we heal people in the name of Jesus. And they are healed. Because Jesus, that name, He took away all the powers of the devil. So when it comes to a fight between Jesus and the devil, there's no contest. There's no contest. If you studied yesterday's devotion that we had, and we learned about using the name of Jesus, if you you studied it, if you didn't study it, when you leave, you're going to study it plus today's devotion. You are going to understand why the name of Jesus is so powerful. You understand it. Now, let's make progress. Let's, let's look at five benefits of working in joy. Are you there? Five benefits of joy. Number one, joy strengthens you. Joy. We just read it in Nehemiah. Even in Colossians chapter number one, the same book that we just read. Colossians chapter number 1. Look at verse number 11. Colossians chapter number 1, verse number 11. It says, Strengthening with all mind, according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy. Long-suffering with joy. Joy gives you that strength. Now, long-suffering does not mean you suffer for long. Uh, in fact, that word long suffering in the Greek it means having long patience. Patience that is so long, it's not uh, 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 like some people look at long suffering they think, "Hey, I'm suffering for..." No, 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 no. It's not suffering in the way people understand suffering. It means having patience for a long time. I know what I'm saying. Having patience until you see the manifestation of the word. That is long suffering. Maybe, you see, you are holding on to the word for your financial, you know, manifestation. And then, temporarily, you don't even have money to, let's say, buy food. It does not mean you are suffering. It means that you are waiting on your faith to manifest. In doing that, you have that patience. Because, according to Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, it said, let us emulate those who of old, who through faith and Who through faith and patience inherited the promises? Hebrews 6.12 Praise the Lord. Are you here? Nobody can take what belongs to you. Are you here with me, church? I said, no demon can take what is yours. Huh? You know, we used to pray that prayer. Uh, we are taking back all that the devil has stolen from us. Now, if, if the devil is able to, to steal anything from you, then you let him steal it. Probably through ignorance, you allowed him to steal it. But you are not supposed to allow the devil to take anything that is yours. But the devil, would he would destroy you if you are giving him any chance. So, where are you operating? You are operating from the side of victory, not from the side of trying to get. You see, the understanding of many people is that see, the best way you're going to get the power of God working in you is when you talk to God based on what he has done. You know, when you're talking to him, he wants you to understand that you you know what he has done for you. I told you the story about Benny when Pastor Benny, I told you that story before I remember that he had a vision that there was a sick person that came to his program. Like, no, he met uh, in a room with this sick person. And then, whilst he was thinking of healing the sick person, Jesus appeared. So when he, Jesus appeared on the scene, it was like, oh, Lord, if you have appeared, please do something about this for me. He said, Jesus looked at him, didn't utter a word, just looked at him, and the Lord turned away, and then he left. He said, in, you know, in the spirit, you can know what someone is saying without even opening his mouth. If you are not going to do anything about it, he, Jesus, he cannot do anything for you. He said, if you bind on earth, it shall be bound in heaven. If you lose on earth, it shall be loose in heaven. How many things have you bound on earth for heaven to also uphold it? Many people are not doing anything. They are not doing anything. They... always want to pray to god jesus has finished his work. he said it is finished now what he's doing is that he's reigning he's reigning as the lord overall so you must see him as the lord amen and then take inspiration from what he has done and then walk in it not allowing the devil to have a place everywhere When you look at your finances, you speak life. You look at your health, you speak life. You look at your children, you speak life. Your business, you speak life. You look at your spiritual, you speak life. Because Jesus has done it all. Are you here with me, somebody? Yes. As soon as you have this understanding, you always walk in strength. There's no incident in this world that can put you down. As soon as the issue comes up, you laugh. Because you know you have the solution. And I pray for you that from today, there will be no situation that will overcome you in Jesus' name. I don't have some witness in the house. I say no circumstances will be bigger than you in Jesus' name. No situation can be there and defeat you in Jesus' name. Any problem that will come your way this year, you will overcome. 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 overcome. In the name of Jesus! Jesus! You overcome. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 8. It says, You are you are more than you are more than what? You are more than a conqueror. Do you know what that means? A conqueror is a person that have just gone to conquer. And then the Lord is saying, You are more than a conqueror. Mean that you have finished conquering. <laughs> you have gone to conquer. You have conquered. You have finished conquering, and you, are, you, 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 you have gone past the level of a conqueror. So you are not, uh, yeah, 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 are, you, are you catching the revelation here? Are you here with me? I, I, see, when you hear the word of God, and you understand, some of you will not be sitting now looking at me like the way you are looking at me. I said, a conqueror is the one. Uh, uh, what is one of, give me an example of one of the famous conquerors you have. Alexander the Great. Let's say Alexander the Great. He he was a conqueror. He's he's looking for places and people to conquer. Uh, uh, uh. You are not now going to conquer. He said you are more than a conqueror. Which means that you have finished conquering. And You have entered into the realm of more than just going about looking for an opportunity to conquer. Hey, anything that comes against you this year, you will enjoy the more than a conqueror status in the name of Jesus. Anything, any situation that comes, you will experience the more than a conquer glory in the name of Jesus. South, I am more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm not seeking to conquer. Jesus conquered for me. And I am only enjoying. And you get what I'm teaching. you? He conquered. So, when you look at the sick, he said, I'm more than a conqueror. Master, rise up in the name of Jesus. Rise up. You know, last week we read the story about the, the rich fool. You see, he he wanted to be joyful because of what he can see. Don't be a fool. You have the power. See, I want you, let me tell you, this thing I'm teaching you, I want you to look at yourself and then begin to picture in your mind, how far do you want to go in this world or in Christ? Let me put it that way. You see how God, what God did to Abraham and Moses? He said, Moses, look at the stars. Uh, no, that was Abraham. He said, look at the stars. Can you count them? He said, no. He said, this is how many your descendants will be. Ah, god was just trying to help him have a mental picture of the level of greatness was some of you you when you are picturing something about you are thinking about oh god give me a bicycle oh god god god, god, god i need a job god please give me a, a single room yeah see all of those things are they are they are they are okay but you see you are not testing the glory of god enough you see you don't have how to say it. you don't you don't have vim you don't you don't have confidence you don't have confidence in the glory of god so much that you are not able to ask him bigger than what you can think he said i the lord am able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you can think or imagine what is your imagination? <laughs> what are you thinking? God said, "Okay, think your best, imagine your best. I can do exceedingly that beyond that." Uh, they are, they are. L- let me close church and go. You are not in church. You are just looking at me. You are not in church. You are not in church. Uh, one day I was sitting down there and that was that last week. The, no, last two weeks. And the Holy Spirit reminded me that. I still have the assignment to go around the world and preach the gospel. As an apostle, I need to travel and preach the gospel. And then whilst he was reminding me that, and I was just by myself, and I said that thing, I said, Lord, at least, you see, the scale of this assignment is so huge. I started doing, I was sitting behind my laptop after I was done with everything I was doing. Just think about what I was doing. I went to a website, and in fact, I went to Google and I, I, and I said, you know, I'm looking for a plane manufacturer or a plane leasing company. I, I, I kid in two things. That they can change, you know, the body of the aircraft. And we'll, I'll put Peter Samfu Ministries there, you know, that kind of, I was, I was thinking how to brand. So I was searching for plane manufacturers and leasing companies. Master, you see, if you don't have this kind of thinking... You look at your bank account and even when you want to type in Google, you slap yourself, hey, Digemino. Oh, 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 what, 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 I don't know I can okay, stop it. See, you', you, 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 you are going to install, you, you, see, you need some level to do some things. I was 13. <laughs> and God has said, He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond. And you, you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, Apostle, I need money to go and do ABS. I don't have it. I'm sad. You are sad because you don't have the money? Oh, that is a low life. That is what the devil wants you to do. In fact, as soon as you start living like that, you make the devil happy. Ah, mañana, mañana. You see, he's sad. He doesn't have money. He's sad. Yes. Then the devil is celebrating. And then your Lord, Jesus, will be looking at you and say, so to, where is your faith? Like the way he told to the disciples, oh ye of little faith, where's your faith? So you mean I cannot give you that money you are looking for? Is that what you are saying? You mean I cannot provide for you? Is that what you are saying? You mean you 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 you, you, you is is that what you are saying? Say I have joy. That is why you can never live a day frowned and disturbed. Now nah, uh-uh. 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 Uh, that, as soon as you say, Father, thank you for your provision, before you realize your friend will come around and, and those will tell that Charlie, I've brought the, the solution. And your friend will come and tap into you. sharp. Problem solved. Everything in this world, including the people, God can use as a solution to you. I, you didn't hear what I said, though. I say everything in this world, including people, God can use them as a solution to what you need just be full of joy ah father thank you yeah i thank you even though i may not have anything right now i thank you for your provision you are God who provides. Huh? I, be- I don't doubt you. I know by the time this day goes to an end, the provision has come. Oh glory to God. Oh Father, I thank you. Oh glory to God. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your provision. I thank you. You are the great provider. Huh? That you just go about your day. You are talking to people. Charlie is saying, oh, Charlie. You are chatting, you are laughing. Before realize, realize some mobile money are let us drop. Huh? I pray that from today. <laughs> you will never live any day in need of something. You will never be in any day needing anything in the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a good amen, somebody. Strength. Strength. Second benefit of working in joy. Joy helps you to receive the word in a better way. It helps us receive the word in a better way. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 1. I read verse number 6. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction. We Joy of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Receive the word with joy. Now you cannot come in and sit in church while the pastor is excited with the word. You are just sitting down there, looking at you like that. You don't even know what he's saying. No emotions, no joy, nothing. Even him and crying, be kind of Amen, cry now, but of cry. Amen. What are you talking about? You come and sit in church for two hours. No smile on your face. And do you understand what I'm saying? So you mean that all this time that I'm talking, I haven't said anything that should make you smile or laugh? Uh, is that the case? All this while, I haven't said anything that should make you smile. Is that the case? Hey. And a problem now, Oceano. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, do you know why? Let me tell you something. Even if you ask God for $1 trillion today, do you know what he's going to do? He'll give you his word. God will not tell you, my son, I'm signing a check of $1 trillion for you. As soon as you ask him, he will tell you, okay, my son, it is done. Go. You receive it. Word. So, you see, if the word of God does not excite you, mean that you are not ready to receive anything from God. Because God will never do anything for you without his word. Ah, you are not in church. You are not in church. Am, am, am I talking to people in the house? Write it down. That God will not do anything for me. Write it. I want you to write it. That God will not do anything for me without his word. All that you need is the word. When you have the spirit and the word, you are, you are, you are loaded. Uh, the word was crying for a savior. The Jews, they were waiting for a messiah, a savior. What did God do? He gave his word. <laughs> you see, that is why they didn't believe in Jesus. Because we were looking for some, some messiah that I don't know how they, they, were, they wanted to see that messiah. I, I don't know. But God gave his word. And the word became word, flesh, and dwelt among us. He didn't didn't throw Jesus down from heaven. He said, I'm thrown into the world. Fly onto your land. And then go and walk about. No. He sent Gabriel. Gabriel went to deliver the, the word to Mary. The word was conceived. The word became a human being. The word did everything. And the word died. The word was resurrected by the Holy Spirit. I mean, everything is the word. I get it. When, when Jesus needed money to pay for the tax, he said, Peter, go to the riverside, catch the first fish, open the mouth, there's money inside. Word. 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 Yeah, there are some people, they, they think God is a magician. You know, they, they want him to just, God, I, 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 need, a, I, I, need, I need a car. Then God will say, Take So like, as soon as they wake up, there's a car parked in front of their door. The car has appeared. Out of of thin air. That is magic. (laughs) God is not a magician. (laughs) Say, God is not a magician. Oh, say, say God is not a magician. He's not a magician. So if you're thinking of God is that he's a magician, No, 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 no. He will give you his word. Ah, you are sick, he will tell you, you are healed simple will you believe it will you accept it will you understand that you are healed even though maybe you are not able to rise up from the bed that is all that you need god's word he said when i speak my word out of my mouth it does not return unto me empty until it has accomplished the purpose for which i sent it that is god's word for you may the word transform you I said, may God's word transform you this morning. I pray that the word of God will give you a new lease of life. The word will change your outlook. The word will transform you. It will change your appearance. It will change your finances. It will change your health. It will make you a new person. In the name of Jesus, shout the word. The word. So when you have joy, you see, as I am teaching like this, let me tell you what me, I would have done if I was in your position and someone is teaching like this. I'll never sit down. I cannot sit down. I cannot. This word is too loaded for me to sit down. That's me. I enjoy hearing the word. When I hear revelations, it, it, it enters me. I am somebody when you see me studying and I catch a revelation. Oh yeah. I can, even, my wife is sitting down there. Sometimes I'll be screaming. I'm happy. I'm shouting. This is me. Hey! for me to hear a man of God teaching and I catch a revelation. Joy! As, as soon as I can See, I wish I can, can project it or show it to you. You know, uh, that was Wednesday's devotional. Wednesday's devotional. That uh, I think we learned about the... Uh, no, we learned about yeah, science and wonders. That Wednesday or Thursday, one of them. Science and wonders. You no. Know, Whilst I was preparing the devotional, I felt, I felt my fingers. That these fingers that I was typing the message, they were not my fingers. I'm being honest with you. I felt the power of God. It was just rushing through my body. And let me tell you, on average, sometimes, because I would do some background checks, I, I'm doing a lot of changes to the devotionals this year. So I'll do some background checks of what we're going to learn before I even post it. I prepared that devotional in probably less than 30 minutes. On average, I would spend like 45 minutes. But I prepared that devotional in less than 30 minutes. Well, I'm sharing this story because yesterday, you know, I distributed it on a lot of platforms. And Twitter is one of them. So one of my followers had gone to study the devotional. I'll find a way of showing it to you. So he screenshot a person. the devotional and then you know tweeted it and mentioned me in the tweet and mentioned some other people in the tweet and then he said Apostle since I read this devotional I cannot sleep I said why he said this is the word from the Holy Spirit he said he said I've studied this devotional more than three times And each time, this word is telling me something. This is the word from the Holy Spirit. And it generated a conversation yesterday on Twitter. You cannot hear God's word for it not to excite you. It's not possible. We are not in a a philosophy class that I'm teaching you philosophy. Every word you hear from God has the power to turn your life around. It has the power to transform you. So when you come to this place, when you come to church and you share the word, we are giving you the sword of the spirit. Ephesians six seventeen. 17. See, the word is the sword of the spirit. We are giving you tools to go out there and change things for the glory of God. Are you here with me? The word, when you share it, it might excite you because you know you have found a solution for the problems in this world. Amen, somebody. Oh, put your hands together if you want to. You cannot be praying and praying and praying. and See, praying and praying and praying is not the solution. We all pray here. We pray here, don't we? We love praying. But praying and praying and praying is not the solution. Why am I telling you this? Jesus taught us in Luke chapter 18. When you read from verse 1 to verse 8, the verse 8 it says that, However, will the Son of Man find faith on the earth when he comes? He said when we pray, God listen to us speedily. Speed. God is spirit, it's not man. So you don't need you know a telephone to call God. Like people say Jeremiah 33, verse 3 is God's telephone number. You are just kidding. Joking. Why is the, tel- the telephone? God has not used mobile phone. But he's faster than the speed of internet. It's faster than the speed of light. Praise the Lord. Yeah. You see, but you see, people pray, but they don't have faith to receive answers to their prayers. In other words, when they pray, like I told you, you ask God for anything, God will give you his word. When that word comes, many Christians feel that word is not enough. I've seen people, they will call me. They'll tell me what they are going through. As soon as God gives me a prophetic word for them, they feel it's not enough. See, even if you call me and ask me for ten thousand dollars, if I give you that ten thousand dollars and you lack spiritual understanding, you waste it. See, people don't they don't want something that will give them long-lasting solution. They want quick fixes. Quick fix. No, no. Joy. Say joy. Say joy. Joy. I pray that from today when you come to church and you hear me teaching, the joy of the Lord will keep you excited throughout the service. Number three. Our time is almost up. Let's run through it. Joy brings unity. Unity. Say unity. Say unity. Philippians 2. Philippians chapter 2 verse 2. Philippians chapter 2 verse 2. He says, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Did you see that? The man of God said, fulfill my joy. In other words, let my joy happen by being like-minded, being of one accord and of one mind. When there's joy, there's unity. Because he was asking for, for unity so that his joy will be fulfilled. If those people are full of joy, they will always have one mind. Go to a place where there's confusion. There's no peace there. There's no joy. Always fighting, 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 fighting. When, when you're in the house of God, when you're in the church, unity, like, like-minded. We all have, the, the apostle, I cannot be teaching, a, and then you, you finish, we close church, and then you go and you'll be doing your your own thing doing your own thing behaving your own way that is not minded you have to have the same kind of mind that's how you're going to see joy when the job because you see because when God fills you that with joy everything you are hearing you like it can I can I'm saying you like it because you are full of joy everything you hear you like it you you, you want to hear more So there's no time for you to even go and have a different mind. You have the same mind. You like it. The only way you hear me teach so powerfully like this, and you close church and go and do something else, you didn't like it. It was just making noise. Uh, I I only stood up because everybody was standing up. So I had to also stand up. I only said amen because the one standing, he was shouting amen too loud. I also shouted amen. Now, yes, I don't hear me. Now when you behave like that, you are let me let me translate it. You are not doing me. <laughs> you are doing yourself. Praise the Lord. When you come to church and the word is going on. It's not now that you are picking your nose. It's not now that you are you are trying to you are trying to uh, 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 how do you say it? You want to you want to you want to you assume <laughs> In church, eh? Is it other people to want to remove their necks. In church, in tomorrow and Come to church. Now people who will come to church to chewing the gum, ta ta, ta. and then their 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 kada, you, know you know their you know jaw. You can see the veins in the jaw. So it is in church that you want to chew the gum until the Holy Spirit realizes that you are chewing the gum. Like-minded, I say like-minded. Oh tell your neighbor, let's have the same mind. Tell your neighbor, "Oh please look at someone and say, let's have the same mind. They have the same mind, they have the same mind. If God says, we are doing this, let's do it." Some of you, since we started this year, they're fasting. elder, fasted the whole week, may who elder our heart. They it can day. When you, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, giddy giddy, was the car wow on peddled day? My boy, try my car. Hello, This guy, you like him. When you see him working, eh, uh, or was some contagious vim? This guy, have you seen him selling before? Hey, hello. My Yusukakara, why? Na na na, on Sunday. What? Why? He walked past me. I stood and I was looking at him. say, wow. This guy has been more. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Joy makes you like-minded. Yeah. You, you see, you want to go to church early not to miss anything. So you'll not be late. Like-minded. That's joy. That's joy. Now, it's not so for not preaching. If you know, I'm sorry, if you're i I'll show you a normal point. Ah. So you, you, you don't want to hear all those wonderful things that he would teach from minute one. You are thinking of, oh, by the time I get it, they, are, they have no clues. Like-minded. Joy. I pray that joy will fill this church. Oh, and I say from today, the joy of the Lord will settle in this church. And that everyone that was into this church, you all have like-minded. The like-mindedness of God shall fill you. Four, we are talking about five. The fourth point, joy helps us to accomplish the will of God. Oh, amen, somebody. Joy helps us to accomplish the will of God. Hebrews chapter 12. Joy helps us to accomplish the will of God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 2. Hebrews chapter number 12, verse number 2. And I read, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. So it was joy that helped Jesus to go through the cross. Uh-uh, joy. Because at some point, remember that He said, Lord, he said, God, Father, if it is possible, let this car pass over me. You remember? Let this car. Because, see, humans don't have a better understanding of what sin is. Only God does. The way God sees sin, he loathes sin. He hates it. And sin is heavy. Sin is not light. Sin is heavy. You Remember? sin when sin entangles you you will drown it it is it is something that will bring you down at all costs sin it's so heavy so when god realized that hey the father has placed the sin of the whole world upon him he said father <laughs> if it is possible <laughs> let this cup pass over me but not my will but let your will be done you see He spoke those words out of joy. Yeah, in as that it was painful for him to go through the cross in the flesh perspective. He said, No, I still have to do it. I still have to do it. He shouted, My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me on the cross? So painful. Like CC Wine uh, sang that song. He said, It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. It wasn't easy. I was worth it. So painful. But you know, I, what kept him going to the point of the cross on Golgotha was the joy. You see, when he looked at the pain on the cross, also looked at how the joy of the father would be fulfilled if he went to the cross and died for the whole world. He said, in spite of the pain, I'll still do it. Now come on, are you here with me? He looked at it, and th- that joy of seeing God being fulfilled spared him on. Took him. Say, said, no, I'm going to do it. Are you here with me, somebody? So the joy kept him to fulfill. You see, when God tells you to do something, it doesn't matter how complicated the thing is. Let his joy carry on. Amen. Let this joy carry on, carry on, carry on. You see, some of you don't know. You see, some of the challenges we've gone through as a church, you think if not for the joy of the Lord, like I would have shut up the church and found myself somewhere. Perhaps. But it has never crossed my mind to take that decision. Even though the devil has presented that scenario to me several times, I said, no, I wasn't called to stop along the way. I was called to fulfill the will of God. And I shall fulfill the will of God. Are you here with me, somebody? Yeah. That's why I, mean. I come every day. The same way I teach. The same way I behave. The same way. Nothing will, I, I don't need people to define my calling. God called me. He anointed me. He has given me the grace. I love what I do. <laughs> I just love what I do. The, the world is such a way that if you want to fulfill your ministry in this world right now, you can do it. No fuss about it. No, not not always, but there are some people. If they don't see the people, if they don't see their money, they think God has left them. No, the joy it will help you to fulfill the will of God. The joy, the joy, the joy, the joy. Say the joy of the Lord will cause me to fulfill God's will from today. Sometimes God, see God will tell you. Get up, get up at two a.m. to pray. You know, two a.m. around that time is when the sleeping is peaking. It's around that time that people are changing gears. <laughs> and then God says that He wants you to wake up at that time to pray. Inasmuch that that may be inconvenience to you, but the joy of seeing the outcome alone, you drag yourself out of the bed and you start praying. Are you here with me, somebody? Yeah. You see me? Some of you, if you check the time I send the devotional, around 4. By 3.59, yeah, you, you, you see the Lord pricking me. At first, I, I relied on the, the alarm. Now, I don't, I don't need alarm again. Even if I sleep at 3 a.m., by 3.59, my eyes will just like, you know, the spirit will wake me up. I have an assignment. I need to distribute the devotional. I need to do it. But Some of you are not even studying it. We, we send the devotional. We collect the prayers. Amen. That you're not open the message to read. Sometimes I, I, I told the Lord, should I stop adding the prayers? The Lord said, add it. So you should thank the Lord for that. Like when like I try prayers and I only bring the message. Because even the devotional, there's prayer at the end, so I'm giving you double prayers in one day. <laughs> You're not even happy for the Lord and happy for your pastor. You are sitting down. You're not even crying for God. <laughs> open the prayer. Open the word to so you don't want to, but I pray that from today to change. Amen. Now the last thing that joy does, joy, stirs you up. To give, irrespective of what you have. Joyce tells you up to give, irrespective of what you have. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter eight. Second Corinthians, chapter number eight. Joyce tells you to give, irrespective of what you have. Shall we all be on our feet. This is our last verse. Second Corinthians chapter number eight, verse number two. It says that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. Did you see that? So? I don't have is not the reason you don't give. You didn't hear what I said. I don't have is not a good enough excuse not to give. Because the Macedonian church, okay, they were really afflicted with difficulties. But because of the joy of the Lord, they gave nonetheless. I get what I'm saying. Sometimes it's not about the size of what you give. It's the act of your giving that matters. You didn't hear what I said. Write it down. It's not the size of what you give, but the act of your giving. That is what matters. It's not the size of what you give, but the act of your giving. The attitude put to your giving. That is what matters. If somebody may only have one CD, one dollar, they want to give to someone. But the joy of giving that one CD, I'll sign somebody who is helping somebody with $1,000. And before giving that $1,000, he has insulted the person, he has rebuked the person, he has complained before giving the money. Hey, you, if that's, I'm giving the money, if you go and you misbehave, don't come back. I don't have anything to give you. They will complain, insult, rebuke before they give out. But somebody say, oh, you know what? I, mean, I don't have $1,000, I only have one to give you. Oh, please take it. God bless you. May God increase what I have given you. Even what you are looking for, may God bring more resources. You see, the joy and the attitude of that giving is more than the person who gave 1000 and added insult and rebuked with it. Are you here with me? So joy causes you to give. Now, uh, expect it. I should do it by going willing tomorrow. And, and I'll share it on the WhatsApp platform. Please, if you are not there, make sure you are there. And God gave me wisdom how to, you know, you know, believers are not, a lot of Christians, let me put it this way, a lot of Christians are not financially wise. I'll, I'll put it blunt like that. A lot of Christians are not financially wise. So God has given me a solution, which I'll share with the church. How you can give, you can invest, you can you know, take care of your family with the same resources that you have. And I'm going to share with you, and it's all in the Bible. The secret there is in the Bible. Because people don't study the Bible, they don't know. You know, there are many people at the end of last year, a lot of us Christians, if you ask them, how much do you have in your bank account? Were you able to save something in the whole year? They'll tell you, we have zero. Zero. We couldn't save anything. Or we don't have any money aside. This year it shall change for you. It didn't say good, man. I said this year it shall change for you. By the end of this year, you can also say that I have something down. That I was able to put aside this year. And that will not be impacted by what you give to God. Because when I show you the wisdom God has given, you will be able to give to God. You will be able to save or invest. And you will be able to have something to take care of your family. Oh! Or if you are not married, you have something to take care of yourself. Oh, it's there in the Bible. But many people don't know. Because you see, God does not want you to give me everything and then you... He doesn't want you to give me all that you have and then you end up not having anything. Now, that's not how God is. Anybody who teaches you to give everything that you have and then you remain poor, it's not biblical. Because you see, even from the first century church, the first church, when they gave their everything to the church, the church took care of them so that nobody lacked anything. Do you see the balance? You see the balance? If they gave everything to the church and the church did not take care of them, that would have been ungodly. But when those people brought all that they have to the church, the apostles distributed and the Bible says nobody lacked anything. There was, like, equity. In the world we are in right now, if I ask all of you to go and sell your properties and bring it to church, you will not do it. Regina, she will not go and sell her house and bring it. She, she will not do it. She will not do it. Ah! I so for What they want. Praise the Lord. I can so the software they want. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. But you see, still, God wants us to give. He still wants us to give. So I'm going to teach you how to give with joy like that. And still go through the year and have something down. And still have something to take care of yourself. And still have something to tell people. It's all in the Bible. I'll show you. And I'll do it in a a graphical form so that it will stick in your mind. Oh, if you are happy come and push your hands together for the lord
0: amen thank you for being a part of today's message this program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the spirit life people for further information kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and youtube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.